bitch. Stop with that. You gotta stop with that business right now. I've been listening to the Uptown podcast. I'm also not on the image, so I'm just like kind of a shadowy figure. Or I'm just your conscience. I like that your conscience is trying to, is going, you're starting over? No, we, we're not starting over. Why is the music on? It's coming. Just listen. If you're not going to produce the fucking show, I'm, shut the fuck up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Eat a bag of dicks. We're living I, in a nightmare. Yeah, if you if you want me to produce the show, we can have it. We're talking about it. I want to have it's, it. I mean, it's great. It's going right now. I mean, I had a lot of things I had to fix post facto. I love the lodge esque feel you have in your basement. Like the image. Like if I watch your YouTube, like it looks. You like, like the a, wood. Yeah, it looks. It's like a lodge. Like it's all. It looks very warm in here, and it's like kind of like a fireplace. Some penis. I do. That's what I'm hearing from you. Let's start the show. We're started. We are started. We are we are getting into it, sister. Can you pause the music? Because it's it's in my ears. It's it's about to turn off. Shut the fuck up. Do me a favor and shut the fuck up. Oh, I don't know if Sundays are a good idea. You should be exactly where I am at, right? You should be exactly feeling the way that I am feeling, correct? With your, um, I mean, tell me about, tell me about the, this is such a big part of what we're going to talk about today. So tell me about your, your work experience today, yeah, Joseph. Yeah, cock and booze. Mm-hmm. Tell um, me about that. Yeah, it, it's, you know, it's not going well. Yeah, we have a lot of um, really... You know, we, we have a lot of lazy Americans on unemployment, and maybe Jesus if we Christ. stopped being socialist, maybe if everybody worked for what Listen, they have, don't, don't get me flagged. Know, maybe we would, you know. <laughs> um, so this is, let's start the show with this, I think. Let's, let's just pull this. I got this here. I'm going to move this earlier, this whole thing. Yes, yeah, so what we're talking about is Joe is a server in a restaurant. A waiter. You're a fucking doorman. Doorman. Uh, Joe sent me this article because it's an issue we've been talking a lot about, and it says, Uncharted territory. Restaurants offer signing bonuses, higher pay to attract workers. Here in St. Louis. Staffing crisis. As the weather warms up and more people get the vaccine... Restaurants in St. Louis are seeing larger crowds. However, almost every restaurant in the St. Louis area said it's struggling to hire people and maintain a full staff. I mentioned some places and 54th Street. Damn. Yeah. $500. That's crazy. For what? Uh, Signing on. What they're doing with us is we're doing the promotion is that if you're the server that uh, recommended them and they stay for 30 days, you get like $200, but they don't get any money. This is actually giving people people money. To start. To start. They have to stay for a month, though. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, I mean, so the problem is here's what's happening. So people are... Uh, sending in job applications just to show the um, uh, unemployment website that they are applying places. So we are getting a whirlwind of applications and nobody follows up because all you have to do is show that you send in the application. The other thing is, is that there's so much unemployment being filed that they don't even, they're having trouble being staffed. So nobody's flipping through that. So they don't, 
You could get have, on there right now, Jake, they, and get on unemployment. I'm talking. Okay, sorry. They don't have the staff to process even all the applications. Yeah. So much less enforce any of the restrictions. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. That's crazy. I'm really upset with just how my audio situation is working over here. I'm sorry, Jake. We can no, I just, I can't monitor. I can't hear myself in real time because of how things are plugged in. And it's just, there's no way you could have known that. So let's just move on because that's one thing they hate to talk about. Yeah. Staffing crisis. Now, this is from the RFT. Joe, you just have to be in charge of it sounding good. Does it sound okay? It sounds great to me. You sound, it sounds good to you right now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, awesome. If you really cared about me while I'm reading this, you would go find the other headphone cable like yours. Oh, thank yeah. you. Uh, so here we go. St. Louis bars and restaurants face staffing crisis. This business doesn't provide health care, works you to the bone and is fickle. Why would you stay? Says this lady. Well, I guess this is a picture of um, this is from the RFT. Oh, it's telling me a story. The staffing problems this place describes are not unique to her establishment. Throughout the St. Louis area, food and beverage industry and beyond, restaurants and bars are struggling to find help, reaching the level of what many are referring to as a crisis. The inability to find employees is piling grief upon an industry that has already seen more than its fair share of COVID-19-induced misery, and it is impacting restaurants and bars' ability to recover from the financial devastation of the past year without anyone to serve an increasingly vaccinated dining public eager to return to eating out as usual like myself businesses have been forced to turn away customers cut hours and rethink the very nature of how they serve people joe isn't even supposed to be here right now joe is supposed to be at work where's this where's the where's the other end of this it's in there i'm, I'm gonna use it's this. in what i can hear you oh so you just so you didn't do what I asked. I you couldn't to do. find it. It's so That's what difficult. I'm That's what I'm saying. So Joe, go ahead. I, you're my you're my man on the street with all this, and oh, the that, weather is bad in this neck of the woods. Wow, that does sound really good. Is you that, were living. You were high I on was, the hog. I was living great. I mean, it sounds really really good. I can just turn this down a little Listen bit. To the way I say this, penis. Gee, um, this you see that. Do it again. Penis. Oh, you really need a pop penis. filter, though. Yeah, it's coming in hard. It's coming. You, the, the peas. The pe penis. That's got to stop. Good, good peen. I, mean yeah. peen. Anyway, machine. Mm, I'm going to have to fix that in post. So, Joe, as I was just reading, so the problem is, like you're saying, so I, I me, and my, me and my friends today that when we were talking about this couldn't figure this out uh, exactly what the problem is. So you're saying that people are staying on unemployment. Um, that, but how did they qualify for unemployment? Like, why, why am I going to work? You don't even, I mean, so there's one girl at our restaurant that was a bartender that she quit, but she's still receiving it just because she just said she didn't quit. I don't know how she pulled it off. Okay. So that's, those are the details I need. So this is the kind of interaction I like from the audience. Joe, how do, how does the audience contact us again? You can contact us on jacobvweekly at gmail.com, or you can just message us on any of our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram. Instagram's really great. There's an Instagram yeah. for the show, at jacobvweekly. I want to keep it, because I asked this on Facebook weeks ago. Yeah. Why can't we keep kitchens staffed? Because it's been a miserable thing for you, where you're, I mean, your um, establishment, the Gene Simmons uh, Beer Pub. Yeah, the Burger Emporium. 
as you said. Yeah. So eloquently. I mean, like you guys are supposed to be open for dinner right now. It's a Sunday evening. You could be making thousands of dollars and instead you close because you don't have kitchen staff. Yeah, we had a woman crying today because, I mean, it really but is. But what are they paying kitchen staff that they're making more on unemployment? Like, how much is unemployment right now? So here's the thing, and that's just kind of the creative decision of every restaurant. So, like, unemployment, you can now make $600. It's crazy. And now, but also. Like $600 a week, or is it $600 on top of the $250 they were already getting? $600 a week, I think. And then, uh, yeah, plus the, um, yeah, 250 whatever if you're a bartender you're probably making a killing before so they can max that out to like three or something but what's really interesting so here's the detail of the problem so they because the restaurants are so short-staffed they have to keep their senior staff so they're now paying people in the kitchen up to like 18 hour 18 dollars an hour and so those guys are also working they have their shifts locked and so the people who do apply that they can follow through with they can't get their hours right because they have probably are working another job and so they've already given their other job those prime hours so they can't like so so we have we've had two or three kitchen applicants for this job but he can't we can't make it happen um why is that because they want to work monday through friday in the morning and that's we already give that to the people that have been through the shit you know with us so so they they just say well i'm not going to come work there because i can't i, I i'm not going to work weekends well their availability that won't make sense with what we need and so we so can't, they only list the premium availability and if they don't yeah. get it they just don't come work there yeah not only that but um not only that but uh they can they're not going to be making what these other guys are making because they what are they going to be making let's put some numbers on there they like, make like 10 11 12 dollars jesus hour. Fucking Christ! Yeah, where? That's bad. Um, that's in the kitchen stuff. I mean, that's those guys make shit. And if you're there for a really long time, you can make up to eighteen dollars an hour, but it's rare. But they start at like ten fifty or eleven. So okay, so let's just put a hypothetical. If I were to <clears throat> post a handful of kitchen positions, some second shift, some kind of open or whatever, hypothetically, and uh, to make those like fifteen dollars an hour. Could I fill those? Those fifteen dollars an hour. Um, yeah, but I just assumed fifteen dollars yeah. an hour would be industry standard for kitchen guys because oh no 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 the hardest jobs are like you get paid shit for a long time. Explain that to me. It's just the way it works. It's really funny. That's um, just the way it and is. You know what? Uh, you know what else is funny is they will break their backs for that pay for mm-hmm. a long time right so what what is that about they just that's just what they some people just choose those kind of jobs some people just choose those i mean because you could make the same thing working on a target dealing with way less the volume way less the toxicity i mean way less of the physical labor just fucking selling adidas really yeah man great okay so that kind of ties up some of that for me Rocky start to the show today, but we solved the uh, industry crisis. I've been saying on this show for months that McDonald's is fucked up. They need some help right now. If you like pouring four large Diet Cokes several times a day, hit a girl up because I could put you at one of my locations, honey. <laughs> I wonder what those people are getting paid. Oh. They, you know, and they don't get paid enough. But you know what? <clears throat> but I mean, what's the so now we're at the point where no one is taking the jobs that don't pay 
the amount that everyone else is saying those people are not worth. It sucks. So everybody, what are we going to do? Everybody is starting to have something really crazy called self-respect, and it's fucking up all of capitalism. It's crazy. I, I hate when you say capitalism. I, it's fucking up all of America. It's fucking up our economy, that's for sure. I mean, yeah. it's just not... Everyone is uh, buying all the guitars. I can't keep guitars at the guitar store, but we got some really sweet stuff in today, sister. <laughs> hit a girl up. Um, and uh, and I can't keep it... I mean, half the time I go to the Hampton Village McDonald's uh, in the morning, like before 7 a.m., if I sit at the speaker box and I haven't seen anybody and no one says anything to me, I pull around and I 50% of the time it says we're open at 7, even though they're supposed to be open... Way earlier, earlier than seven, I guess they need, they don't have enough people in the building to even be open on time. Well, and it's such, and that's a, just in the drive through. It's such a crazy dilemma because it's like you're almost kind of like, well, I mean, good for them, kind of, you know, because you're like, at least they know their value enough. And technically, it's like not an irrational decision. If you have this, no, other I'm not going to go fucking work there. Yeah. But if you have this other motive to, like this other area where it's actually a lot more healthy to accept unemployment and like spend time with your kids or whatever. I mean, technically it's not. That's got to be a part of it too, right? People whose kids have been at home in the pandemic. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of people who don't have the option for their kids to be in school right now. Yeah. In person. And we don't have like the, the fundamentals of American suffering for Jesus is just not mm -hmm. sitting anymore with this generation where it's just like, well, there's no integrity in not suffering, you know, and it's like, no, you you need to fucking unpack that yeah. for me a little bit. Um, the Protestants came over here and the they, Protestants. They believe, I never understand with you. They believe that uh, if they suffer enough and work hard, that they'll get to heaven, and that's what built America is the idea that, um, you know, is the idea that if you suffer enough, you'll go to heaven. That and also slavery. You know, I have said this that suffering is my superpower. That yeah, I mean, you can take a beating. I can really, you can really beat me up. We were just talking about that on the way here, about if I go to prison. What was I going to prison for? You were going to go to prison for uh, shooting a gun to keep your Oh, yeah. Low. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing on TikTok is people are shooting guns at their windows to keep their rent down, or that's the joke. And so uh, that would be funny. And then we, we were just imagining. I mean, with this hair and this body, I'd be very popular in the joint. I finally watched the South Park uh, vaccination special and the, uh, it just, I thought it was just so validating for so much of what we've been talking about in, in our commiserating on this show is that the opening <laughs> is the kids are back in school yeah. and they prank their teacher and then she gets mad and she rants about not being able to get vaccinated and she walks out and quits. And then Mr. <laughs> Garrison comes back to try to get her job. It's great. It's and that's great. just the very beginning. It's so deep and the whole episode was so much about the schools and the teachers and um which makes sense because that's where some of their best characters are and and the kids are you know the characters are kids and they're in school or whatever but it was just so crazy how um uh reflective it was of my um yeah i was just thinking the same our experience thing this past year and really i am in a fucking crisis with my career and just trying to figure out what I'm going to do next and just trying to make it through until that transition is complete. And it's really, really hard. Um, and that was really validating for South Park to validate me personally um, in that way. And it's, but it's really been since COVID that it's, I've never really enjoyed my career as much as I enjoy the other stuff that I do like this. Um, but until COVID, it, it was so much more doable. Right, Joe? It's really bad. It was bad before, but now in COVID, it's just gotten that much worse. Yeah. 
I feel like the, it's like I, I you don't want me to expand on it. <laughs> what? No, please do. I'm gonna cross this next thing out because I just don't want to talk about it. They're expecting you to do above Hello? and beyond for your job. Expect- Into the mic. They're expecting you to do above and beyond for your job while you just don't have the tools to do it. And there's just so much chaos. And again, um, education, public education is a socialist institution that America treats like a parasite. So, I mean, it's just you're fucked. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is eventually you just have to you have to do you have to, you know, I've given back uh, enough that I could go do something else. And as long as I don't do damage, I feel like I should be fine because um, I got to visit with my grandmother this morning. I, my wife makes this um, cheese pie called Tarofita that's really, really good that uh, my grandmother likes. And I had some leftovers. So I thought I'd take her some because I woke up really early. And she complimented my Crocs, Joe. Have you seen my Crocs? I did. I noticed them when you're getting out of your car. They're black. Pretty, pretty good looking. Nice matte black Crocs. And they're black so Crocs. comfortable. And it's the end. I'm talking about my visit with my grandmother. Sorry. Uh, and it's the end of the world. And so I don't like Crocs. I don't think they're cute when people wear them unless it's super ironic and part of like a total visco aesthetic or something. Uh, typically, I think it's whack, but that's what I've resorted myself to. Is I mean, I'm not going to wear these to the club or nothing. Uh, I might. But it's the end of the, it's the perfect shoe for the apocalypse. Yeah. You could wear it with or without socks. It's breathable, but it's durable. George Bush will be sporting them. Sporting them. Sporting them. Sporting them. And I I was reminded of this, Joe, because our next headline is about the Pizzly Bear. Have you heard about the Pizzly Bear? No. Listen to this. Listening. Critically endangered polar bears are mating with grizzly bears in Alaska and creating a hybrid animal that is more resilient to climate change. Climate change could mean the end for polar bears who rely on sea ice. Experts found the animals have not adapted to warming periods in the past. They say polar bears have stuck with their diet of fat and flesh for thousands of years. I did not know that. As a result of warming, uh, a warming Arctic, grizzly bears are moving farther north. Polar bears and grizzly bears are now mating to create pizzly bears. The hybrid is more resilient to climate change and better suited to warming. And it's a lovely hue. Joe, look. Look at him. Nice He's a nice light brown. Nice hue. He looks way more grizzly than polar. I was looking for uh, bear penises. No, no. Look like. I think they're like a corkscrew. They're like not a, really that good looking. I'm just, I'm is it like a dog? Like if somebody is like, Is it sheathed like a dog's penis? No, it's just kind of weak. Kind of like a gorilla's penis. You're just kind of like, really? That's gorilla? Yeah. Kind of weak. It's just like a little, you know, it's like a little, you know. You know, it's mostly flesh. So we have these uh, super, super predator pizzly bear. Uh, I've been taking myself on safari back into the grocery stores. I definitely like self-checkout. I like managing my own groceries. It's kind of weird to remember a time where you you felt like you weren't in charge at all. And uh, watching a bagger manhandle my groceries just feels wrong. And self-checkout is kind of like it's not all the way there it's not like i mean i've been having my groceries delivered for a year in a way that they just show up and they're perfect and so going back into the store it's kind of like supervised visitation with my groceries i do self-checkout like i feel like the lady is judging me really hard the whole time but god damn you want to talk about some hybrid beasts the general public out there it's rough sister i'm not the only one who's just phoning it in on the wardrobe joe are you with me 
Yeah. I mean, My God, like yeah. a block of ice. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, I, I was at your Target the other day, and the line mm. for the self checkout was longer than the checkout line, which was just hilarious to me. Which was, uh, it's comical at the yeah. Hampton Target. It's like, it's like, wait a minute. What? <laughs> like, why? Like, what I is just actually happening? I can't handle saying hello. I just, ah. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Derek Chauvin was found guilty on all three counts, including second degree murder of George Floyd. I did not see that coming, but I was um, I was worried they were going to fuck that one up, too. Because remember the guy from St. Louis a couple years ago who um, was like a, obviously a, a real piece of shit and killed that guy with like his own civilian weapon uh, for some reason. And then and then he was found not guilty. Uh, and so I was like, God, I don't know. And so I really even, but I guess they um, decided otherwise. Uh, I was actually watching the verdict be announced live via OJ Simpson's verdict watch party on Twitter. That was brilliant. We are in 2021, bitch, where OJ Simpson is hosting a verdict watch on Twitter <laughs> in a murder trial. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and I still didn't do that shit. <laughs> We're still looking for well, it. Well, <laughs> uh, uh, hey, everybody, it's the juice, in case you didn't know. Uh, Derek Chauvin, three counts, guilty. Hey, I told him you guys, you got to stick to the lie. You can't have that shit on video. His Twitter is crazy because it's always just videos of him talking, typically about football, a lot of the times about fantasy football. <laughs> right. And then um, he's actually... Uh, he was my source for the uh, the verdict of of the week. Um, obviously, I don't know. I that's, wish that's I, I obviously my my genuine feeling is I wish I wish George Floyd was still alive. I wish that we didn't have to end up with so many dead people when we have negative run-ins between uh, people that are in question of committing crimes on the police. It kind of sucks. And George Floyd was the one who was killed, right? Yeah, he's dead. All right. And so this And other, that's the one so Derek Chauvin was the one the cop that he was kneeling on his back. He was kneeling on him. Yeah. Any, um, and the and the, the evidence was really compelling. It was very it was a very public trial and the evidence was really compelling and there was a lot of yes, George Floyd was uh under the influence of XYZ. Um And so but, what was the evidence they found? You know, well, the main thing was that his overall cause of death, which I believe was a drug overdose, uh, was That's exacerbated. Just... Was exacerbated by um, the the pressure on his on his respiratory system. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, kitten. I'm sorry, but you claw me, and I'm trying to produce a podcast. Mm -hmm. He's mad. I flicked him right on the head. I flicked him. I really. Hey, speak of the end of the fucking world. Here's the scoop. Caitlyn Jenner makes it official for California governor. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> Fuck it up! That's Take me circle. to jail. Take me to jail. I can't. Remove me from the system entirely. I can't compete with this shit. <laughs> I mean, the government of California will always be a... Uh, let me take care of that, buddy. I got it. You're saying. The governor of California will always be a mascot position. We're gonna Freddie Mercury it for the rest yeah, of the evening. I mean, for real, it's always like a, it's like we got a fucking golden retriever because everybody likes him. <laughs> Who? Um, whatever California's governor is. Oh, I thought you were talking about Caitlyn Jenner. I'm like, Caitlyn Jenner has a 
whale vagina. Mm-hmm. Yep. I still watch, you know, that girl at the Olympics videos. She was pretty good in her day. It would have been amazing to see what she could do competing against me. What are you talking about? Nothing. I'm just... I'm just Who? Uh, Anakin Skywalker before he became a woman. <laughs> I'm not going to say his name. That'll flag. That'll I don't even flag. know what's... Bruce Jenner. I no, said no, 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 no. I thought you were talking about somebody else entirely. I never know what's going on. Um. So governor of Texas is going to be Matthew McConaughey, it looks like. Caitlyn Jenner's going for California. Uh, and a woman called animal control on a croissant. Did you see this story? Oh, let's look at that. I want to see this. Oh, you want to see that one? I want to see it. I, don't, I didn't link it, so let me pull it up. I thought the no, headline... No, no, take your time. Let me do this. No, I'm doing it. No, you... Watch this. Look, oh. I'm going to hit explore. I have a button right here. Yeah, but I, I don't want... Woman calls animal control on a croissant in Poland. Good morning. I'm Rachel Martin. Last week, animal welfare officers in... Krakow, Poland, got a call from a concerned woman. She'd spotted a strange creature in a lilac tree oh, outside her house. Yeah. She thought it might be an iguana or a bird of prey. The inspector showed up, and upon investigation, they deduced the alleged creature was neither a reptile or a bird. It was a croissant. The officers deemed the buttery pastry to be unthreatening and encouraged residents to continue to err on the side of caution. Thanks, NPR. Bam! Leave the important news to New York Post. Yeah! I know, I know. The <laughs> Weekly World News had a better take on this than NPR did. Um, so good. So um, it's the end of the world, croissants and trees. Um, I said this the other day, and I thought we could unpack this together. South Africa is kind of like if Ballpark Village were a country. <laughs> Dude, <it's> so right. <laughs> if you're not from St. Louis, yeah. you may have heard of the St. Louis Cardinals, our beloved uh, uh, MLB uh, baseball uh, franchise, and we have a Bush Stadium, uh, and we have there a place called Ballpark Village, which is a, an assembly of bars and restaurants, and there's a place where you could do yoga and watch the game and shit. And um, when they first opened, they were notorious for their dress code being really coded racially and sort of insensitive and Wait, what? very, very detailed. I do remember that. That was a crazy time in St. Louis. That was a crazy time where Jeez. it was like, hey, don't wear stuff that only certain stereotypes of certain types of people wear and it was absurdly specific that's so hilarious they were just like they were just like hey this is a nice place hey this is just so you know if you want to come in here with your <laughs> capri hanes her way fucking pants with the elastic waistband and your pink cardinals fucking tie-dye shirt you can do that but if that shirt is too big on you or you're wearing some kind of a head wrap Keep it at home, Buster. It was really bad. And That's so fucked up. Uh, I think we were probably talking about Elon Musk the other day, my wife and I. And I was just making fun of... Um, oh, no, here's what happened. We were making fun of... Uh, um, Do you need me my, to fix that? No, 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 it's great. This is perfect. This is how it's supposed to be. We were making fun of my dad. Uh, we were talking about how uh, we're probably never going to go to Africa. Unfortunately, it may not make it onto our list because we want to go to Japan. We want to go to Ireland, Israel. We got to go to Israel to solve the crisis there. Jerusalem. We're going straight to the heart and we're going to set it straight once and for all. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, but mm. Africa may not make the list 
on because of just all the other places we want to go, especially if it still takes so long to travel. I don't even know if I'm allowed to travel right now. And then I was just thinking, I don't know anyone that's been to Africa, and that's not true. My dad has been to South Africa to hunt exotic birds. Uh, cause <laughs> yeah, right. I'm manner born. You <laughs> know what I mean? Lie. I am manner born. I am a, I am a prestigious. So that happened. And then I told my wife that and she said, that doesn't count. South Africa is not really Africa because it's kind of the ballpark village of Africa <laughs> yeah. where they say, yes, this is Africa, but we're going to speak English and people in charge are going to be white. And we're going to, we're going to revolutionize segregation and prejudice. Um, really good. I fucked this thing up. I knew this. I knew it was too good to be true. It was like it was so cheap on Amazon. Do you want me to come and fix it? Well, it's just it's just the the lip on the. We're gonna figure it out. We're gonna figure it out after the sh- after the show. It's great. Um. So, Joe, you don't care about South Africa, then you're not gonna save me on that thought I at all. I briefly dated a girl who was from South Africa. Now that uh, I didn't know. Yeah, I guess it's very, you know, anyway. but Because it, it's know, like she, the ballpark village of Africa? Well, you know, she, it's very interesting because she really had a really good understanding of the problems with South Africa and all of that. But it's also just a lot more real down there in, in terms of, I mean, there's just an immense amount Lions. of corruption. Like people go down there and they make just like white people look like, they're just the total root of all evil down there. But I mean, it's really pretty mixed. I mean, they keep voting these like guy, these presidents in office and they keep like totally scamming the country. I mean, just like factually, um, it keeps happening. Factually, they are complete uh, frauds. Like it's horrible. And, and she's just like, you know, they have all the same things the government, uh, the government in America has, but it's just really bad and it doesn't work. And it's just a complete failure. And like, it's just, it was just very interesting learning about, like, she just, I, I think she admires a lot of what people are doing in America. And, and I what, think, what do we do here that she can't do there? Well, I mean, obviously there's just, there's, so like, you think healthcare here is bad. Is it bad there? It's like, not only are you paying a ridiculous amount, but it's just like you're just going to a hut, you know, not not a real hut. It's not like it's actually a real hospital, but it's just so like it's not a nice doesn't work and it's, it's just, just not developed. Yeah, it's not. There's no like wow. standards or anything. And yeah, like, that's crazy. So this is this, I mean, this is strictly based off your conversation with this yeah. one lady. So I don't want to overemphasize. Yeah. The uh, but I do I do love that um, insight. Yeah. And she was white. Just white girl. Great, great. That's yep. That's what I wanted to do. It's important to say yeah. that because that's a. Yeah. To- We're gonna have to be exclusively on Patreon at this rate. We are. <laughs> you are. You are the next great white nationalist icon, and you don't even know that's, it yet. Do, now that you've said that, you're now doing, we're gonna get flagged. Now <laughs> you're doing it on accident, and that's that's what that's what people love about you. That's what the movement is gonna love about you is that you are just so organically entrenched <laughs> he just in that tells ideology. It how it is. <laughs> sorry, I didn't interrupt you. I'm sorry. Joe, have you ever been to Ballpark Village? No, I've never been interested. I had dinner there once, before or after a game. I can't remember. I had a buffalo chicken sandwich. It was top tier. It was like, it was up there. It was good. It was on a plate or in a basket. Ooh. (laughs) I don't remember. My favorite buffalo chicken sandwich comes in a basket. See, that's, that's just the important distinction. 
but I don't remember if it was a bath. I had I was seated at a table. I had a real fork. I know that much. It wasn't like a like a, just a cushion on the floor or anything. What no. You, what were you wearing? Did they let you in? I was probably wearing some Cardinals shit because I was going to the game, or I had just come from the game. I want to say I was going to the game. Um, it's cool, man. Joe, I had this realization. I was thinking about you know I drive around and I think about things. Mm-hmm. Metadata. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That's like DNA shit. No metadata. What's that? Like uh, your gross expanses of data that the NSA collects on you or whatever. Right. And I think it's so funny how on the nose Christopher Nolan's commentary on surveillance was in what the Dark Knight. Oh, the Dark Knight. Um, like the the Morgan Freeman's like machine that turned all the cell phones into tracking devices, right? Was that, that was so before its time, man? Was, was so that the Dark Knight or was that the Dark Knight Rises? Dark Knight. That was the Dark Knight. All in one movie. Um, that uh, but it was so obvious. Even their dialogue about nobody should have that much power or whatever. But if you look at someone like me, and and the stuff that I contribute, uh knowingly voluntarily um you can get a really great map of my day whenever you need it and it's not that someone is actively currently watching me they could be a doubt that doesn't seem like a good use of their time because they don't need to because you could just pull that shit up anytime you need it you could see where i spent money when and it's mostly going to be a map from mcdonald's to mcdonald's and you can see that what I'm ordering, you can see who I'm talking to, who I'm taking pictures with, where I'm at at any given time. We just volunteer all that information. Yeah. Do you want, I mean, it's pretty, I mean, so here's, I hate you. Here's my take, man. It's like, it's so much more fun. They make it so fun to be like included completely on the grid. Like they're like, that's the whole thing. Yeah, and that's what they're paying you in return. And for that's the millions whole... of dollars of data. They're giving you candy. Crush. And that's the plan. It, you're, you're always getting some kind of a benefit, even if it's, candy uh, crush. even if it's just fucking jublet, jublets and candy. What are they called? Jublets. They're jublets and candy crush. Uh, even if it's just the fucking currency in your game, I mean, you're volunteering that information for that reason. And it's extremely worthwhile data. But also, I mean, the Google machine, if you really think about it, is a very powerful machine. So, I mean, that's pretty good payment for all of your advertising that they want. You know, everything, all the little tissues you like in particular, you know. Tissues? I don't know. You like those wet wipes. I do like a wet wipe. Why are you outing my business I, about, you, about yeah. my wet wipes? Have we talked about it on the show before? No, but you know, I, I, it's safe to assume that you use toilet paper and nobody's going to be like, dude, what? I thought he was like the real deal. He's using fucking toilet paper. What a peen. What a stupid peen. Is that who you think my audience is? People that are hoping that I'm their leader that doesn't use toilet paper? I would love to see your audience. It's, um, it's definitely, it's a lot of middle-aged people in, that I'm related to. <laughs> Vaguely, and um, which I'm okay with. I'm so appreciative, especially because we've got the hoodie presale coming up. <laughs> so uh, I want to shout out to all those people. Uh, I'm really targeting an audience that I can get to sign up for Patreon the first month, and then they won't notice that they are subscribed month after month. Yeah. In a way that would be negative. They'll notice that they're getting all this amazing content, but they're not going to notice that $5. Yeah. That's how you get them. We should do, you know, uh, you just do the seven day free trial and then start to charge them on like. There's Sunday a free trial. Am I offering a free trial? I, I, I me and you know, Joe have really been working shouldn't. on content for the Patreon, which includes 
highly exclusive ride-along phone calls. Highly racist. You guys are going to love it. There's going to be some premium hate content. If you want to hear some fucking racism, you can If you want to hear some insensitive, self-directed, negative language and imagery, if you want to hear how I really feel about how long I spend in the McDonald's (laughs) drive-thru in real time... If you want to feel um if you want to feel that out that's just just the tip of the iceberg of what's coming on Patreon. Dude, that's fucking crazy though. Cuz think about what we're advertising. Like think about cuz that's basically what Pornhub advertises. They're like, "Do you want to see something that somebody you love would kill you if they saw you looking at? Subscribe." You know, like that's basically I what know. it is. Our I didn't page, know that was Pornhub's thing. I mean, I you know, porn websites, it's like, you know, we should like that we should just sell some fucking you know, fucking hate porn, man. Yeah. Well, um, I didn't know we were doing that. I will have to get with Patreon on their regulations before we can really even uh, insinuate um, such. So great. Joe, <laughs> um, what else are we working on for that? I feel like we have other stuff we're working on. We are going to be working on new original music in June. Uh, oh, yeah. There'll be a whole behind the scenes series with that on Patreon. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, and I think I want to do the first seven days of the Patreon. I think I want to do a new 30 minute episode uh, of the show for each day for the, for the initial launch. Are you writing all this stuff down? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were already going to do that. I was already going to do that. Cause I think that's a really good idea. Yeah. Really, really bring in those subscribers. I mean, it'll all end up just being a documentary about hoarding, but, I mean, we can say that that's the, you know, like that movie, The Fighter, where he's like, this is a movie about my coming back, and it's like actually a crack documentary. Oh, it's Christian, <laughs> yeah, it's a documentary about, hey, this guy was a successful boxer, and now he smokes crack. Crack, crack in America. That's that was movie. crazy. <laughs> that was didn't, the best didn't he twist. win an Oscar for that one? <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, Christian Bale? Yeah, but, yeah. Um. Speaking of, there's a couple other things in the works that I want to talk about. I just put the feelers out here. I think we may do a live stream of a one-shot uh, D&D game with some friends of mine. Dude, we're going to do that? I think I want to do it for Twitch. Um so awesome. I haven't gotten a date from them yet, so it may be a minute, but we're talking about doing a, a live Sunday evening Twitch stream of a, a one-shot D&D game. We may need to do it on site at my buddy's place, but that's not a deal breaker as long as he can give me Ethernet. I'll do some of that shit. Man. That's what I'm talking about. So that's going to be so much fun. We're also talking about there. I have some friends that have a, a film podcast, and we're thinking about doing a crossover episode where they watch a movie based on our recommendation, and then we kind of recreate the conversation that they have on their podcast. We do it here. So we're doing some collaborative things, building out this podcast network, that I'm going to need just to stay afloat because my dogs eat the good food. You know what I mean? They get that nice mm-hmm. premium dog food. Yeah, so I was fucking eating your dog's dog food earlier. Man. Dude, Lewis's dog food smells like chocolatey and velvety in a way that is so good. I fuck with that. I've man. never eaten it because it looks like it's too hard and I'm, I don't want it to stick to my teeth weird. Yeah. But uh, the smell every single every night when I feed that that fucking animal. The yeah. food. I'm like, well, it smells like beefy and chocolatey at the same time and only in the best possible way. Yeah. Fuck. What kind of dog food does your dog get? We just give him whale in a can. It's fucking. What is crazy. your whale thing? Did someone dare you to say whale five times on my show today? No, we just, we go to the store and look for the unethical section. We just fucking buy You look for like, it's gotta shit. be. It's gotta be made by somebody underpaid. 
and it's got to be a dead animal that was killed kind of senselessly. Like a, yeah, like a weasel that was like strangled to death by children's slaves. Yeah, we should, and they should have like two like rat poison sections, like suffering and non-suffering. They should have like a lethal rat poison and then like a slow burn, <laughs> yeah. where it's like it's going to totally disintegrate their esophagus <laughs> before they drown on their own blood. Yeah, it's like the revenge section. I feel the like store. there are. I feel like that would do really well at like a store like Menards. Yeah, yeah. Where like there's there's a demographic of of. <clears throat> Certain men, I would I would say mostly, but I'm sure there's women that are like this too. For sure. Who don't want to just eliminate uh, an infestation. They want to wage psychological, <laughs> cruel, and unusual warfare on them. Oh, my God, Joe, this is crazy because we are running out of show prep. But that totally reminds me of uh, a good friend of mine. Actually, who I was just talking to on the way here, his grandmother. I told this story at her memorial when she when she passed. God rest. Yeah. That uh, one time, you know, we used to go over to her place, and she yeah. was um she she liked to get down and party, right? She was a she was a party girl. She was a boozer, and uh, and she was a good time. And she uh, she really couldn't cook, but it was fun to hang out with her. And she would always try to cook us something and. We would hang out in their kitchen a lot. So we would go over there after school sometimes or whatever to say hi. And she would cut his hair, you know, regularly. So that's part of the reason. And they weren't far away. And we went over there because they had these gophers. They were eating up all her flowers, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Groundhogs. Are those the same things? Uh, Yeah. One of those things. The one that really digs up the yard bad. You know what I mean? And, And so my buddy and his grandfather were out in the yard with the with the BB gun. Oh, no. I think it was a BB gun. It could have been twenty two. I don't know. And uh, <laughs> and his grandmother is hanging. She's because it's down in one of those hilly, cliffy lots over there in South County. You know, mm-hmm. like along the highway almost. Recall, and yeah. and so she's two stories above them, hanging up the kitchen window with her knees in the sink, looking out, saying, "I can see it. <laughs> I can see the gopher. Give me the gun. Give me the gun. I can see it." And they're looking up at her like, "I think she's talking about one of us." <laughs> She thinks one of us are out here and the other one is the gopher. We're not giving her this gun. And then she like stuffed the holes all full of like Drano and like cat food or something to try to like attract him to it, but then poison him. It was terrible. It was really good. And she's leaning out the window. Give me the gun. I'm going to. And she's hammered drunk, not wearing her glasses. Really good. No, so that's, I think, Joe, that's a, this is good. We are just full of business ventures right now. This is what I need. I'm trying to figure out exactly what I'm going to pivot to next professionally. And I think this could be it. If we like a, a real medieval brand <laughs> of, <like> of <laughs> infest, like a, like pest eliminating yeah. poisons and, and torture devices like bear traps, they're, but they're for serious. like, for like, like overkill, like we got to over, we got to pulverize some, like a chipmunk and just, he's obliterated. For sure. Or like a like a like a little igloo looking thing where like the skunk will walk in and then he just gets vaporized by a direct energy weapon. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so you just like you're laying in bed and you just hear <laughs> and you go out there and it's just a bloody mist. <laughs> and your two-year-old has like raccoon all over his face. <laughs> oh, or like where it'll like trap a squirrel that's getting in your bird feeder and it'll just Blow torch him. No, 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 it's a blender. It's oh my a- god, do you remember Joe Cartoon? Uh, no. When I was a kid and we first had, you know, the internet. Um, this is like 
late nineties, early two thousands. There's this guy that would make these little animated videos of, and it was mostly cartoon characters killing and torturing like gerbils and hamsters, and they would like put them in the microwave and shit. No, no, no. That was uh, that was uh, Happy Tree Friends. Okay, I think that was later. Okay, sorry. This was this is we're talking. This is like deep turn old school internet. Yeah. Um, yeah, turn of the century. There were like Osama bin Laden jokes and shit in it. Like it was <laughs> yeah. old. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm listening. No, that's just what that reminded me of. You're talking about capturing a squirrel and then lowering it into a blender. No, no, no. The the squirrel feeder is the blender, and once it gets its arm, it'll suck it up in, just twist it up. But what if I want to? F- what if I want to feed my birds? No, you no you don't. Want so to. this is just for the squirrels. I mean, like if you're looking at. Killing squirrels. You're going to blend up squirrels. Are you, you saying I can't on your property? Are you saying I can't kill squirrels and feed birds at the same time? No, because no. that's what the people really want. If you really go to this section at Menards, we should have gone today because it's Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you go there right now, there is somebody looking to improve their bird watching, non squirrel feeding experience. My neighbor is one of them. He has great apparatuses up to, and he'll put like coconut oil on the rod and shit on his bird feeder. So if a squirrel tries to get onto it, he slides off. Right. So I'm saying there are people that really care about this stuff. My mom and my stepdad this morning were throwing bread in the yard to attract squirrels just for the cat to watch through the window. That that's interesting. I mean, you want to talk about uh, cruel and unusual. Those squirrels are all going to get diabetes. They're going to have the sugar shits all Sunday afternoon (laughs) for entertainment. Right on par with the Jake Sunday. What? I said right on par with the Jake Sunday afternoon. The sugar shits. I don't have the sugar shits yet. I oh. skipped the Ted Drews, remember? Here, why don't you come here? What? Why don't you come here? Why? Because I need you to hold this and talk to the people while I go pee. I know, this is your favorite part of the show. You're doing it now. Yeah. <laughs> Looking to the camera. They weren't supposed to know I was here. You're here. Because You're I said here. all that horrible stuff. You're on the grid, talk into the mic, talk into the mic, and talk about, hey, listen, we really need a solution. Talk to people about why they should go wash dishes at Rockenbrews. I don't know. My dad's thinking about uh, working at Rockenbrews now. And, you know, it's kind of a, it's a really rough business. I had a guy this weekend. He was, um, something was going wrong with his order. He heavily modified a crispy chicken sandwich, and he was very upset when it didn't come out the way he wanted. And um, this was his threat to me. He showed me his phone. It was a picture of him and uh, Gene Simmons, the one who owns the restaurant. He goes, he goes, which is, he doesn't actually own, Gene Simmons does actually own the restaurant. He just owns a part of the franchise, and it's themed after his former band that I won't mention. And he goes, this is why you should be sorry. Because he had a, like a, <laughs> he had a picture of him at some sort of meet and greet with him. And I'm like, as if he was threatening me that he was going to tell Gene Simmons. I was like, wow. This, I mean, it really kills me that he was a patriarch of a family. Because he had his whole family there. It's crazy. Jake's back. No, go ahead. No, you no you're doing great. No, it's good. You don't want to be back there. No, keep it up. What are you doing? No, go ahead. Have a seat. <laughs> Go ahead, have a seat. Go ahead, put my headphones on. This is the first episode of Cancel Joe. Yeah, this is the first episode right here. Okay, here we go. So, um, and so make sure you can hear yourself. I'm going to talk about the blacks. No, 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 no. You can't even say that. Never (laughs) mind. You gave me the mic. Never mind. Here we go. Never mind. (laughs) Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Get out of my seat. Jesus Christ. (laughs) 
Are you kidding? Oh my god, this is why we can't have nice things. Oh god, if you ever want me to take the microphone from you, just uh just refer to a group of people uh plurally as a color. <laughs> Jesus. Oh yeah. What were you talking about? So what's the what's the solution? Why uh, how are we going to get people back in the kitchen so I can have my diet coke and my fucking buffalo chicken wrap? I don't know. I think I did exactly the opposite. I mean, if you were to advertise any of these jobs, the problem is is that I, I don't know what's going on in America, but I don't know where it started. Like why is it especially you know, particularly women, why is it so cool to be so shitty to servers? I just don't understand. I've, I just don't know where it comes from. It's like, why does that display power in America that you're like berating like a 15 year old about like fucking pickles or something? It just kills me. I'm like, dude, this is so weak. Like, and it's, it's just so weak that people get so upset about food because if you really think about the whole thing, it's so stupid. Like the whole endeavor is just so you're trying to hire servants and it's just, you're never going to be that powerful no matter how many, you know, dollars you tip. It's just crazy. So you're you're saying that the is, has it got has that gotten worse since COVID started? Tipping? No, no, no. Just the the demeanor of patrons yeah. to the right. Oh yeah, it's gotten worse. Oh yeah. So you think people are just under more stress in general, and the service is also not as good as it used to be, and it's also more of a risk going out, and so you think people are just they're more negative to their service staff than they were before COVID. I don't know. They just don't really have a tolerance. They think, and I think, I don't know what it is. I mean, I think they just, the dots just don't connect. I think people just like the, the woman we, you know, I put no greens on her. It's a crispy stick chicken sandwich and it comes with lettuce, tomato, ranch, and pickles. And I put no greens on there. And the guy in the kitchen who didn't speak English just thought it meant no lettuce. And so she got it and she refused. So she's like, and we had to send it back a couple of times because the guy just wasn't getting it. And it's like, it's like, she's like, nope, wrong again. Like she was so shitty and sassy and we were just slammed on a Saturday. I mean, we were so slammed. And she didn't want to just take the pickle off because she of the couldn't. juice. No, 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 no. That's impossible in her situation for some reason. Like she just couldn't handle it. Because it already like, touched it. And just nothing was connecting. And I was like, I just don't think some people, I just don't think the dots connected to some people. Like I'm running around wearing a mask like as if people so what in the I've learned. wear masks. So what I've learned today in our great debate to try to solve the staffing crisis, specifically in restaurants, because it's what's upsetting me the most. Because it's my favorite place to go that isn't, you know, somewhere where I would perform or something. Right. So what I'm hearing is that people get paid 10 or $11 an hour uh, or they get verbally abused or both. And maybe that's why we can't get. So if we took the unemployment increase away, would people have to come back into the kitchens? Is that what's happening? Yeah. People would have to go do shit jobs again. And that like would really suck. I mean, honestly, it's just like the so. Good. No, I mean, I just I don't. If these people have been on un, on unemployment this whole time, and that's what's sustaining the staffing crisis in restaurants, then how come I'm not on unemployment? It's really bad. Why am I not getting unemployment? You will be able to, and you'll be able to until like next September because they, you know, with the situation with your current job. But when when can I start? You can start whenever. When the moment your contract is up. Oh, Jesus. Especially because you were laid off because of COVID-influenced issues. I don't know if that's how they're... I don't know if that's how that works. Do you think that there's a way that it works? 
I think that can make it work. <laughs> if all these fucking, if a bunch of people that are otherwise working in kitchens are making it work. Oh, yeah. I mean, I got to be able to make it and work. And just so you know, their lives are much better now that they're on employment, probably. I mean, to be honest. They can't be making much less money. And I mean, they're, and there's no way they're making that much more money. Are they making $600 a week or are they making 600 plus the 250 a week? 600 plus the 250. So they're making $850 a week. Some people are, yeah. And then they didn't they decided to forgive all the taxes on that for last year, right? Yeah, and you know That's what? more money I'm than I make. On that. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. If you take $850 a week and then you don't tax it, that's more money than I make. And you're not being verbally abused by people much un- more unintelligent than you are. You're not being verbally abused by anyone except for whoever shitty you with you at the, the unemployment story. office. You missed the whole story I told. You told the story while I was in the bathroom? Yeah. About what? I can't tell you again because that's just who time gives a fuck. What? No, we're trying to fill time here. We're trying so- to. Uh, Lion's Choice said they're not going to give me my duffel bag full of beef <laughs> unless we hit an hour. So I was dealing with this table, and um, they said I wrote on the ticket to not put. I, I I just told the story earlier, but the guy said to me, the guy shows. Oh, the pickle and the lettuce. Yeah, the, but the father of the family shows me a picture of him and Gene Simmons, and says, "This is why you should be sorry." And it, what it's, is, a, it's a picture of him at our meet and greet with Gene Simmons. I I hate that whole family. You, I mean, could you, like, Joe? It could just be that this is these are the people that go uh, to a chain burger establishment in Chesterfield. Yeah, but we get some really good top quality customers as well. That's because those people just have a poor moment of judgment and they need to get a burger on the yeah. fly and they want a draft list. No, no, no. We have regulars. You have regulars that don't suck. It's a yeah. It's a weird thing. Yeah. We have regulars that don't suck. We have okay. a great dude. We have an incredible lunch and happy hour, dude. We, dude, you can I've been, walk. I've out, been wanting to come in there for lunch. You can walk out of that place for under ten dollars, get a Bud Light and a burger, a top quality, delicious burger on a Tuesday, under ten dollars. That's that's as much as you'd pay for like a quarter pound of cheese. It's it, but it, the I burgers are great. I don't drink Bud Light, and you can get a you can get a you can get a beer for two dollars on, on a I Tuesday. I don't drink beer. You can get a pound of diet coke a gallon i guess as it is you know what the guy brought me a picture the other day i think it was at seamus's maybe that was passive aggressive well i no, i it happens to me all the time especially in the city and i really don't mind it like when i go to hodax or something they'll bring me like a carafe because i suck that first one down like nobody's business and if you if you and i feel like in the 90s it was way more common to get pictures of soda yeah, they didn't, and, and it's just really weird now. Yeah, I, I don't understand why we didn't. Don't I know there's a problem more. having worked at pizza places and stuff. I know there's a problem where especially nice pictures get stolen all the time. So a lot of places won't do that. Also, it takes a long time to fill it up the one time, I guess. Um, but at Hodex, for example, and then at Seamus McDaniels, they'll always give me a an extra big old thing, or the they'll bring me a couple of them. It was a beautiful era because it was such a I'm, Maybe era. I'm just thinking of the Pizza Hut sit-down buffet where you, maybe that's where we always that were. great establishment. That, the, the one with the sausage and the onions and the green pepper on the buffet. Yeah. Some, oh. Yeah, it was. It was like Papa John's or something. God. No, no, it was Pizza Hut. Yeah. That does sound good. With the wings first and stuff. Wings first. Get some wings before the pizza. At a Papa John's? I'm talking about the Pizza Hut buffet, like with the red cups. Yeah, but 
they were just being you know really rude this weekend. It was crazy. I mean, I just like it. Just also just like it kills me how put out people get because it's like if you really think about the situation, it's really not anything to get upset about. And if this is something that you get upset about in your day, it like, I do. Bizarre. I have to watch myself. I get upset when I'm hungry. If I'm if I'm waiting for my food, so that's the whole. Problem, it takes a really that- long time, and I have to wait. And there's other people at the restaurant. And I want to. That's the thing is everyone wants. The restaurant they they want to go to, they want it to stay open, right. but they um they don't want other people to go there. Exactly. Um. Okay, so we're working on that. Joe, it's been a pleasure. For sure. And I just want you to know that uh, the best is yet to come. We have more musical guests lined up. We have more exciting stuff uh, in the canon and come summer, the gloves are really going to be off. There's going to be a, a, an explosion of both content oh, and man. performance opportunities. It's just going to be, Unleashed. um, unbelievable. Hinged. Unhinged. It's going to be hinged and then unhinged. Yeah. Guys, that's another episode of Jacob V weekly. High five. Follow us wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple podcasts, Podbean, Google, whatever. We have an Instagram page for the show at Jacob V Weekly, that's L-Y, where we post exclusive content and now clips and highlights from previous episodes whenever Joe fucking feels like it. You can also find original music by Jacob V on all of your musical platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, Deezer, why don't you bang it? I curate a monthly playlist on Spotify since May of last year. I have one for each month. Search for Jacob V's favorite songs and you'll see them all updated frequently. We did it, guys. Be safe. High five.